Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine that I am, I'm ready to be done with. (laughs) Ready to punch it into the sun. (laughs) Last night, last night about 11.30, I was was reading 2A pages. I was reading 2A pages for Ish, because Ish designs our our 4A3 and 2A pages. I lay out 6A, 5A, 6-man in private. Mm -hmm. And uh, 1A in private, I should say. And, um, And I was reading those 2A pages, and it was probably the... 200th page I've read in the last week mm-hmm. and I was like I'm done I'm done I'm cooked I reached that with my big stack yes. on Monday once I got about halfway through that on Monday I was like mm-hmm. I got some more mm-hmm. for you today by the way oh, texasfootball.com of course thank you for spending part of your day with us whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com Facebook YouTube or Twitch or you're listening to us on the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part to support your local me- mediocre internet show I did not get a ton of sleep last night. <laughs> I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's the president of the Luka Doncic fan club. She's Ashley Pickle. I thought we were a capital J journalist, and that is a lie. Are you Are you not a Luka fan? I'm calling you a lowercase J journalist right now, and I'm not scared to say it. Are you not a, are you not a Luka fan? Fan? No. Am I a fan of the game of basketball and respect the hell out of him? Yes. Fan? No. Did you see that one-footed running three? <laughs> that, it makes that, me so that, mad. That he checked three, it's he throws just, up. And he's that's just, like, just like when Steph does his yeah. crap from behind the arc, and you're like, oh, it's infuriating, but I have to respect you. <laughs> it's incredible. I hate it. <laughs> uh, and sitting over in the Dave Campbell's Text Football, Text Football today, Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone is the eponymous Greg Powers. Hello, Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Look at that lighting. How are you? Ooh, yeah, you are. Chris. You are. That's what's up. You got a glow. You are nice. glowing. You're glowed up right now. Thanks, Pickle. You're welcome. You didn't do the lighting I didn't do today. Any. I didn't do jack. <laughs> I showed that? up. I showed up. I didn't even turn on the microphone. I don't have a switch. <laughs> and we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> uh, today is Wednesday, May 26, 2020. 183 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1,174. 1,174. This is the number of hits for Toby Hera. In his illustrious Washington Senators and Texas Rangers career, Toby Hara, four-time All-Star, he was awesome. Toby Hara was great. In fact, Toby Hara, third baseman, second baseman, and shortstop. 
Where do you play the most games? I, I think of him as a third baseman. You could consider him an athlete. Yeah. An infielder. You know. He's pretty darn good. An athlete. Um, on today's show, friends, we got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, next little athlete. In the back half of the show, Powers caught up with Cedar Hill cornerback Jalen Peoples. He's on the cover of People's Magazine. <laughs> Boo! I don't know about that one. Uh, we'll hear from Jalen Peoples uh, from Cedar Hill coming up with the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hathaway, Coach Terry Crawford, Tony Blaylock, and Miss Terry Adams. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Okie dokie. Uh, I suppose we should do this. Oh, I, I should Whoa. promo this off the top. Take a breath. I should promo this off the top. Next Friday is the official cover reveal. Rudy's birthday. For the, that too. The, uh, the official cover reveal for the 2020 summer, 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Text Football. We know what's on the 2020 cover. On the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Text Football, the most tightly kept secret in the state of Texas will be revealed next Friday, live, right here on this program. Same bat time, same bat channel. Brought to you by our good friends at Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com. They are awesome. And if you don't have any of your t shirts, their t shirts, uh, Go get them. Like, they're super good. They are awesome. They have awesome They are features. sick. So, uh, Homefield Apparel is the proud sponsor of our cover reveal next Friday, right here on Texas Football Today. <coughs> I think you made it worse. <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Cruton with Greg Powers of Next Level athlete follow him on twitter at g power scout follow next level athlete on twitter next level d1 see his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting and of course this is segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at chicken express chicken express it's awesome boom question mark <laughs> like we're leaving the question mark there as a tease for you to go tell us if it's awesome there is no question that it's awesome Correct. so and I exclamation point I took my mother-in-law. Well, I didn't take her, but I brought Chicken Express home for my mother-in-law. My son graduated this weekend, so we had a Congratulations, lot of family. Yes, buddy. A lot of family in town. She had her first Chicken Express experience. Ooh. Dude. And it was a grand slam. Dude, she loved it. If you bring your mother-in-law Chicken Express, were, that's like that's a gold star. Like you're going pickle, to get the gold pickle, star. Pickle, let me ask you a question. Yes. If I were to bring you mm -hmm. a bouquet of flowers mm -hmm. or I were to bring you a bouquet of chicken fingers from Chicken Express, which would you appreciate more? The tendies. Duh. Uh, I think it's, it's, you know. Give, like, give, there's, I, I don't even have a reasoning for it other than duh. Give tendies. Strong shout out to the Highland Village location, too. I got a two family packs Ooh. and was out of the drive-thru in less than seven minutes. That, that is crazy. That drive-thru is crisp. It's crisp. It was really so, nice. Are, are the, the attendees. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Powers, let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise is 2022. Aleph Hastings, uh, what's he play? Offensive line? Offensive tackle. tackle. Offensive tackle. Timmy Gagafine. Did I get it? Yeah. Hey, all right. Team I mean, I was, gonna, I was letting you run with this one. Timmy Gagafine, you know, say it confidently. Um, he picked up another Power 5 offer this week. This one from Tennessee. Um, and then he's also added some, uh, he had an offer from Louisiana Tech. He's got some other offers from UTSA, North Texas, Houston are all uh, in the boat, as well as Ole Miss. Uh, big boy down there in A-Leaf. We don't talk a ton about A-Leaf Hastings, but every once in a while, it seems like they are, 
they're not that kind of program that puts out like five prospects every single year. Right. But they've they they routinely put out one or two. It seems like every class we're talking about someone from the Hastings Bears, and this one, Timmy Gagafine, is the is the latest uh, on deck. He is a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks. He's an offensive tackle, six six two ninety. He looks like a linebacker in his yeah. pads. I mean, he is really put together. And, and, you know, watching his tape, he played a lot of right tackle for them last year. He runs really well and, and has the desired length, I think, to to be a true offensive tackle projection and also, you know, the power. You like to see these guys who could play tackle but also have the power if they have to. They can slide inside. I mean, he is wide at the uh, in the in the base. You know, like he's a guy who could definitely open up some running lanes and, and the running back can have a lot of fun uh running behind him. And you know, just looking at him like especially on that end zone angle, he kind of reminds me of looks like Trent Williams. Wow. You know, you know that's a guy yeah. who just looks like him on tape, you know, um appearance-wise. So it's always difficult to compare someone to Trent Williams who had my favorite NFL clip of all time that went viral last year whenever he just decleated yes. someone in the NFL <laughs> he's an awesome he's uh, uh but but this this big uh tackle Timmy Gagafine out of Aleve Hastings certainly a guy to keep an eye on and uh, and yeah the power fives are starting to notice uh it seems like a lot of the really savvy uh G5s here in the state you know you're talking about North Texas UTSA Houston Right. They're already they're already on on board. Uh, seems like everybody else is kind of playing catch up there. Well, it's got two SEC offers and no other Power Five offers. That's kind of weird. Very odd. Yeah, it's yeah. A weird. A strange strange situation there. But anyway, uh, he is our prospect on the right. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week. Uh, there were no new commitments this week. Wow. What? What? What do we even? What do we make them commit? Powers. This happens like only once or twice it a really year. Is. I guess that is wild. There's 52 weeks. In, in the year, do you and think so, graduation has something to do with it? Like their maybe. focus on like actually yeah. getting out of high school. Well, but remember, these guys are are, are going to be juniors. Yeah, never mind. Or, I'm sorry, they're juniors right now. And then you also have underclassmen. I don't know. Like it's it's odd. I guess maybe it's just seven on seven time, and, and it's kind of maybe a, it's colleges a slow are time. focused on graduation. It's a slow, <laughs> slow part of the football calendar, anyway. But of the 52 weeks of the year, what you think there's two every year? Yeah, probably two, two. weeks that there's no commits. I will say a lot of the college staffs are on vacation right now. Mm, uh, it is big vacation time in college yeah, athletics. That's a good you point. are absolutely right. And so uh, we're going to rewind a little bit and go back and talk about uh, Ty. Is it Kana? Kana. Kana. A guy whose name I've written 30 times in the magazine. We think Katie's going to be pretty good. And uh, <laughs> Spoiler. Ty Kana. Uh, I've written him a, a hundred times. I've never said it out loud until now. Ty Kana, their linebacker. He's the, he is, I think... Between him and Malik Silla, the the new stars, the new faces of this Tigers defense, uh, he is a USC commit. Uh, he had offers from all over, including Baylor, SMU, Colorado, Oklahoma State, Washington, etc. Uh, I think, I think anytime you can get a linebacker from Katie, uh, and one that Gary Joseph will go to bat for, uh, you probably got something on uh, special on your hands. And Tykana appears to be that. Yeah, and we never really got a chance to talk about his commitment back when he committed on February 20th. Here are the guys who committed that week. Noah Thomas was our commit of the week. He committed to Texas A&M. Uh, Travell Johnson committed to Texas. Jason Llewellyn committed to Oklahoma. So I was glad that yeah. even though we didn't have a commit, that we could take a look back at Ty and kind of shine the spotlight on him because I think that he brings a certain quality uh, to 
the table and he will at USC that he brings the table for Katie. You know, he is one of those guys who flat out gets after the football. And he has no wasted movement. Uh, when he sees the ball, he pins his ears back and goes and make a tackle. And another one of these guys who I think uh, is going to be an out-of-state gym for a school like USC. I mean, USC, I mean, USC is USC, right? Like, they're a prominent program. Have they been down maybe on the national prominence over the last handful of years? Yes. Um, but Ty's going to an elite program and has an elite skill set. So I think they're going to fall in love with this guy from Texas. And I think out-of-state programs don't think, oh, well, we're going to Texas and we're going to find our defensive players. Yeah. But right. this is a guy that they're going to be thrilled about in Trojan land. Well, and remember, UFC, I mean, we can certainly talk about quarterbacks and we can certainly talk about other other positions that they, they have, in my opinion, uh, underachieved of late. Never been a problem at linebacker. Their linebackers are always good, and they always seem to be putting linebackers into the NFL as well. And yep. So Ty Kana uh, from Katy, the USC commit, uh, is our commit of the week. Let's go to our underclassmen of the week. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Nick Lawley here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Our underclassmen of the week going to DFW down to the I-20 way. Uh, I- to 2024 uh, defensive end <laughs> from DeSoto, Caleb Mitchell, uh, who is... Um, a guy who I think is starting to pick up a little bit of steam recruiting-wise. A guy who's going to be asked to do a lot for this DeSoto team. You remember Shamar Turner uh, is off to Texas A&M. They are in need of that new big-time edge rusher. And the staff down there in DeSoto certainly thinks that the 2024 defensive end, Caleb Mitchell, can be that guy. And, and I agree. You know, you think at DeSoto they always have guys on the offensive side of the football who um, put up big numbers and, you know, make – uh, highlight-worthy plays, but last year their defensive front was amazing with Shamar Turner, Byron Murphy, who signed with Texas, um, and they're going to have to hit a little bit of the reset button this year, and Caleb is a guy who got varsity experience as a freshman at DeSoto. Not a phrase said often. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm, I'm racking my brain to just think of the guys who were freshmen that, that played there. I know that Dontre Wilson Spent mm-hmm. some time as a kick returner as a freshman, but not a lot of guys have the opportunity to step on the field there as a freshman talent. And I, I predict six two two forty. He's probably fourteen or fifteen years old. Everybody's going to offer this guy. Large Alabama, yeah. LSU, Texas A and M, Texas, Ohio State, Clemson. Everybody's coming after this guy by the time it's all said. Well, and you got to think too, not only being on the field, but being on the sidelines. He was learning from Shamar yeah. Turner, and that can that can go light years. Well, and you know, it's so funny about Desoto that you're exactly right. That I think we think of Desoto as having all these big time offensive prospects and stuff like that. And you're right. And yet, the best player to come out of Desoto is a defensive lineman, is a rush end in right. Von Miller. Right, that's the best player to come out of Desoto, and so. There's pedigree there of producing big-time defensive linemen, and, and Caleb Mitchell could be that next guy, and it'll be exciting to see what he does. I think you're right. I mean, you when you say skill, you also think, for me, like defensive secondary, right? Yeah, like a safety. I think and you always think, guy. well, DeSoto's going to have the receivers in the corners and the safeties, but you're right. They do do a great job of producing uh, guys on the defensive front. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Uh, finally, let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. Uh, staying in the DFW Metroplex, let's go to South Lake Carroll. Uh, Avion Jones, the cornerback from South Lake Carroll, who will be a senior this come, come, upcoming year, uh, has decommitted from Oklahoma State. 
And now he is going to take some official visits, some OVs, uh, as they say in the recruiting parlance. They're back. Um, <laughs> he's going to Arizona on June 4th. He's going to Oklahoma State on June 9th. He's going to uh, Wisconsin, Scotty, on June 17th. This strikes me, correct me if I'm wrong, my initial read on this, and I have not talked with Avion Jones. I have not talked with anybody at South Lake Carroll. My initial read on the situation is, oh, we can start taking official visits, right? Yep. Why don't I... Look Explore around, my options. Look around a little bit. Right. I would not be this. This doesn't strike me as something happened and suddenly he's not in love with, with Oklahoma State. He's obviously visiting there, but it strikes me of like, okay, there are more of my options open, so let's go and explore those. Well, and there's always a part of you that when you have to take these trips, there's no hurt in saying I want to take them with an open mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he has that opportunity. This feels like a guy that would end up at a Wisconsin. And you're like, where did this guy come from now that's getting drafted? You know, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, well, he came from Texas, and we were able to steal him out from underneath the nose of some of some of these top programs. Southlake Carroll had to hit the reset button on defense last year, I think, and you can correct me maybe if you can recall a little bit better, Tepper. I think they replaced all 11 starters at yeah. the beginning of mm-hmm. last season. Uh, yeah, they might, have, one, they might have one guy I back. think there was one Okay, so back. they had one guy back. But yes, your, your point is well taken. They were almost, if they were not entirely starting over, they were very close to starting over. Well, this is one of the guys who stepped up in a huge way. He's mm-hmm. extremely athletic on the, on the island. He uh, has great uh, vertical range, meaning that he can high point the football like a wide receiver to limit taller guys guys you know he he can jump and um, get his hands on the football makes really good plays on the football but one thing I really like about him as I've gotten to watch him develop is that he's not afraid to put in the work to be successful Uh, he's always one of those guys who's out training trying to get better trying to put himself in a situation where uh, he can learn more about the craft and there's no um, spot on the field that's more of a technique based position than cornerback and Avion Jones is one of those guys that I've kind of fallen in love with in that regard he looks like he seeks out contact too which is always big yeah he's yeah. physical he's got that dog mentality uh-huh. i guess is the best way to yeah. say it most certainly um you know a guy who all also actually no i was going to do my segue but i want to ask you about while we have you here <laughs> i want to ask you about the jadon blue situation okay um i think everybody's buzzing about it everybody's talking about jadon blue opting out the clan kane running back uh, a guy who's one who we have ranked as the number one running back in the state in the class 2022 at texas slash recruiting um, my initial read on the situation is that this is a set of circumstances that obviously he thinks this is best. And so, hey, you know, God bless you. Go, go enjoy it. Who am I to tell you what to do? But I don't necessarily see this as a looming trend that is going to hurt. Be the downfall high of Texas football. high school football. I don't think that this is, I think there may be one or two guys who do this every year, but I don't necessarily see this as being like the top 40 players in the state are going to opt out every year. I'm interested in your read on the, on the Jadon Blue situation. Well, it's layered to me. It's got layers like an onion. You know? <laughs> Shrek. It's like, yes. it's like, it's like a blooming onion is what I would say. You know? Like an onion. Uh, First and foremost, the coaches at Klein Kane have done a tremendous job of promoting Jadon Blue and getting him out there. And you hate to see on that side of things that he won't be out there for his coaches and his teammates for his senior season, right? That's something that – that was my initial thoughts with knowing the coaching staff down there and um, what I know that they've – how they've gone out of their way to make sure that people have known about him since he was a youngster. So I did feel what I would assume is their pain. 
in this. Um, on the flip side of it, as I look at it from his perspective, I see a guy that's already got 450 carries on his body coming out of high school, and, and would it help to limit the contact? So I can see what I see there is the, his perspective on that is that he can concentrate, keep his body healthy, go into college. Um, it's not like that he's hunting for a scholarship. Uh, but this is the same old um, story that we've had for a while. Not very many guys opt out, but there are a lot of guys who don't play with the same passion once they've made their college commitment sure. as they enter their senior year. And is it better for the team to have a running back who's going to give it his all? Obviously, he wasn't going to go out his senior year and – if he's thinking about not playing. Correct. You know what yeah, I mean? He's not gonna right. go out there give and, it, yeah, he's not going to go out there and – It's set records. Right. So is this better for the team – is this better for the team that he's not going to be out there sucking up the carries or um, – I, I get – you know what I'm – you get that's what I'm, a, no, get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to look at, at it in a with, negative light, but yeah. I'm trying to say is this – Sure, and, and half – that's something. Yeah, right. that, that that half that that's an interesting <laughs> point because I do think you're right, and it's kind of an elephant in the room that we want to talk about, which is uh, when a guy commits to a major program or he gets everything he wants from the recruiting world, he has nothing left to gain from the high school football world if he doesn't have that passion right. for playing high school football in the same way that other that other people do. And I'm not I'm not accusing Jaden Blue of that. I'm just saying if he doesn't have that passion, then then yeah, there are guys who maybe take their foot off the gas a little bit and right. say I'm gonna I'm gonna make some business decisions. And to be clear, these guys are not being paid. They need to do whatever they can to make sure they get paid, and that's fine. I I think that that is fine if that's what they want to do. If that's their prerogative. But I think that that you're you're right. This is not necessarily a new thing. This is just like a new, ele- a new level to something that has already existed uh, with players, whether we talk about it or not. It's just another level to it. Here's an interesting question on this topic: mm-hmm. Will he play in the All American game? He's been invited. He's accepted an invitation. It's a great question. See, in in my mind, you worry about injury at that point because you haven't well, been in. On the field. Well, and as I mentioned, <laughs> as I mentioned in uh, on Monday, I think his reasoning is actually pretty sound, which is as a running back, as a car crash position, you're going to take exactly. a lot of hits. You only have X. You know as well as anybody. You have X amount of tread on your tires uh, as a running back, right? It's not like a punter where you can punt forever. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not <laughs> like that. crazy with Exactly. <laughs> this, there's X amount of time. And so if he thinks, I want to be... I want to. I think that I can make it to the league. I think I can play big time college football. I think I want to make it to the league. I want to get paid for for being a running back, and so I'm going to save those for that. The reasoning actually does make some sense. I don't like it personally, but it does make some sense. And so the All American Bowl is interesting because the All American Bowl it would stand to reason that if you are truly committed to the idea of like I want to save my hits, then yeah, the All American Bowl is a no for me, dog. Right, and this is just another one of these complicated recruiting questions too, because this is why a lot of people were against, you know, or you know, speeding up the recruiting process where these guys get offers, commitments, make them before uh, their high school career is over. You know, I think that's why a lot of people in high school football are against that because of these issues. You want them out there, you want them playing, Um, but they're just 
you could just peel yep. back so many layers on this. I mean, we could keep talking about this as a debate on um, is he doing the right thing, is he not doing the right thing, but it just leads to more and more questions about yeah. the entire process. And oh, yeah. there are going to be no answers. And I love to explain recruiting like this. Um, everything is unique for each recruit. There's never one recruit – there's never one way to pigeonhole this for everybody. Every recruitment is unique and individual. Every – athlete is unique and individual and that's how you have to look at all these and you have to really understand it from blue's perspective uh to know what he's thinking and and none of us are jade on blue so we can't really do that there's yeah but one guy that that guy is is greg powers of the of next level athlete uh follow him on twitter at g power scout follow next level athlete on twitter at next level d1 see his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting uh, Powers, stick around, please. Oh, and read his fine work in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I've read it. I've read it, too. <laughs> Good Same. job. You've read it. I've read it as well. Uh, Powers, stick around, because I need you to introduce the next segment. So don't leave. Don't sit. Can you lock the door? <laughs> We're talking... Uh... <laughs> I didn't even go cut that. <laughs> Switching to Powers, and he's sitting there just looking at you like... <laughs> We're Texas How football. long will this go? We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday. Buddy, we don't have commercial. Uh, How long till I actually need hard, to get up from We don't have hard outs. And, and, and the, what I'm doing as soon as I get off of the show is We have done a seven-hour show. Reading more. So, yeah. He's stalling uh, at this point. I really am. You want, you want to just chat? Uh, <laughs> the, this is Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. It's our subscription package, two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content, including if you want the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. Which you do. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Makes a great gift as well. This is actually, this is like the perfect time. Uh, you should, whenever you feel compelled to subscribe, I want to support you in doing that. I want to give you my love. But I can also understand that, like, if you subscribe in February and then you say, hey, you have access to a website, and then you'll get a magazine in June, and we don't know who's on it. It loses some It's like, I get, that. I get that. If you want to wait. But now's the time. Because Friday, we're revealing the cover uh, here on Texas Football Today. Uh, thanks to our friends at Next Homefield. Friday. Next Friday. Yeah, yeah, next Friday. Uh, thanks to our friends at Homefield Apparel. We are going to reveal the cover ex- exclusively here on Texas Football today. And then you'll know who's on the cover. And then it's like, hey, this is what I got you. Well, and I'll guest. also say, like, you, we all know this, but our subscribers love to tweet out pictures when they get the magazine. Yes. And that's when everyone gets the big FOMO of going, yeah. well, it's not on shelves yet. I can't go get it. So if you subscribe now, you won't have that FOMO that will inevitably roll around. Beat the FOMO. <laughs> TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Hashtag beat the FOMO. That's nice. Powers, who did you talk to this week? We spoke with uh, Cedar Hill cornerback Jalen Peoples, who has narrowed his list of 29 offers down to five and has some big official visits coming up. Here's Powers' conversation with Cedar Hill cornerback Jalen Peoples here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, TexasFootball.com, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And like we do every week, we're joined by one of the top uh, Lone Star State prospects. This week, we have Jalen Peoples from Cedar Hill High School. Uh, Jalen, thanks for joining us today. No problem. Nice to meet you. Man, Cedar Hill had a great season on the field last year. You had a really strong year. You've been standing out on the field 
you know, ever since that first moment you stepped out, I think it was the game against Allen was the first time I saw yes, you sir. play. Um, yes, sir. Kind of talk about playing for Cedar Hill, what it's like playing there, and, and give us some perspective on uh, being a Longhorn. Um, playing for Cedar Hill is big. I mean, I had uh, three brothers coming through, so me being a fourth one coming through, I'm just stepping up to the plate. I mean, playing for Cedar Hill is not easy. I mean, you're surrounded by great coaches, great community, great players, so it's going to push you every day to be the best you can be. Talk about playing cornerback. I mean, I feel like that's the one position on the field where you have to have so much swagger and confidence in your abilities to, to step up and try to play against the other team's top wide receiver every week. I mean, just kind of talk about playing that position and your love for that mm -hmm. position. I mean, I love, I love corner ever since I played it. I mean, corner is not an easy position. I mean, you got to be confident in everything that you do. You got to take that rip. Like every like serious every rib. I mean, corner like you're going up against like you said the top dudes in the nation. So you got to be on your P's and Q's every like every rib, every snap. Like like everything has to be perfect. I mean, like corner is one of the hardest hardest positions on the field. So I mean, whenever you play in that position, you just got to have that dog mentality. Like like you just got to be like I, I I can do it. Like you got to have all the confidence. Like and that's it. Anybody you look up to in college or the NFL that you feel like is somebody that you mimic on the field or somebody who you feel like um, brings something that you try to incorporate into your game? Uh, my brothers, I say for sure. I mean, my brothers go hard every single day. And so, like, whenever they, whenever I see them go hard, it just, it just pushes me to go harder. So, I mean, but in NFL, like, my favorite corner is Jalen Ramsey. Like, I love him. I love his game. I love the way he plays. Like, I love his confidence. Like, he feel like he the best on the field. And, like, that's, and that's, that's the type of swag you have to have whenever you play a corner. As a Cowboys fan, man, you said a name that I still, to this day, if we would have drafted Jalen Ramsey, I think things would be different. So that's one that kind of speaks yes, my heart, but I know what you're talking about, that he's a great player. Yes, sir. Uh, I know um, you have a lot of colleges that have been coming after you so far. I think that you were our recruit of the week, as a matter of fact, when you named your top five, you know, and, and yes, correct me if I get the schools wrong, I'm doing them off of memory. I, I think you had Baylor in there, um, SMU, Kansas, Iowa, and Texas Tech. Is that the yes, right sir. list? Okay. Yes, sir. And what was it about those programs that kind of jumped out to you, made you uh, feel like that's one of the five schools I'm going to play for? Um, whenever they first just talked to me, I, I mean, I know it was love from there. They all stayed in contact with me, stayed, made sure I'm good, made sure my family good. Like, like with me, it's not all about just recruiting me. Like, you have to recruit my family, too, because my mom, like, my family has to know I'm safe wherever I go. So I feel like those top five schools really did that thing, and so that's why they uh, are in the top five. Uh, big news is coming for everybody that's involved in the recruiting process. You're about to be able to take some visits. And yes, go out and see some schools for yourself. Um, yes, are there any schools that you have circled that you're, you have set official visits to or uh, which schools you plan on going out and seeing? Um, yeah, um, I, I'm planning on taking my official visit June 4th to Kansas. Then I got uh, the, the 11th, I'm going to Iowa. Then um, the 18th through 20th, I'm going to Texas Tech. Then the 25th, I'm going to Baylor. So I, I, have, I have one more OV left. Gotcha. And you have a decision date set? Is that, is yeah, that right? right? Yes, sir. Um, I will be coming in July 1st. Man, congratulations. Big news is definitely coming down the pipeline. When it when you go on these visits, now you have to try to decide that one. What are you going to be looking for, like, when you step foot on campus? 
Um, just the coaches love. I mean, just like the whole community, the locker room, the facility. Like really, just a really, really the community. Cause like I want to go to school to where I know I'm gonna be safe and I, and I'm gonna be uh protected by everybody and I know I can have people that I can reach out to me. Like it's not really so much about football. Like that's a big step. Like like that's where I'm gonna be for the, like the next three to four years. So I want to make sure I'm good. The coaches take me in like as I'm their own. Just just really treating me and my family right. Uh, you know Texas football and Dave Campbell's Texas football. We always have our eye on in-state programs. So I am gonna ask you a little bit more about some of those schools. Uh. And I got to start with Joey McGuire, who used to be the head coach at Cedar Hill. You never yes, got sir. to play for him. He's been gone too long now, you know, uh, coaching in college. But I know that he has a strong connection to that high school. Coach Lynn has done a great job carrying on all the tradition there. Baylor's one of your top schools. Is Coach McGuire playing a part in that? Or is Baylor kind of setting themselves off um, in uh, a different way? Coach McGuire plays a big part of that. I mean, he checks up on me every single day. Like, he calls here, he calls me, make sure my family good, make sure I'm good, make sure school going good, like, make sure I need anything. Like, Coach McGuire is like a dad. I mean, he makes sure I'm good every single day. And then, you know, you know, the coach, like, they get on you about football stuff. Like, he'll get on me if I do something wrong, and then I just correct <laughs> you. Like, Coach McGuire is like a great, like, a great guy. He's a great man. I did a story uh, a couple months ago about talking, just looking at the NFL draft and, uh, talking about defensive players in the state of Texas have a good chance of actually getting drafted into the league in college. And Texas Tech has been a program that's done a pretty good job of that, sending a couple linebackers most recently, big-name guys into the NFL draft, and that's one of your schools. What do you like about the Red Rivers? Oh, uh, like Texas Tech, I mean, I love it. I mean, I love their facility. I love coaches. I love Coach Hodges. I love Coach Wills. Like, all of them. I love all of them. I love Coach Jones. I mean, they all stay in contact with me. Just like I said, like, they stay in contact with me every day of the week. Like, just, just to make sure I'm good, like, make sure my family good and just make sure I'm good, like, as an individual. SMU, um, man, I, I don't want to say they came out of nowhere, but SMU has really been building something special in the Dallas area. You don't yet uh, have an official visit set to SMU, but they are in your top five. Uh, what keeps the Mustangs on that list? Um, SMU, what keeps them on the list is, I mean, my brother goes to school there and plays there. That's one. And, like, I've been there a couple of times. Like, I took a visit there. I mean, I mean, SMU is a great place. Uh, I know every year, year in and year out, Cedar Hill has a state championship circled, uh, and that's a dream. You know, I know that you guys uh, have the goal of winning the state championship. You did lose some, some good players, uh, namely your quarterback uh, who went on to Tennessee, Caden Salter. Uh, has left the program. I mean, he graduated. He has to. Uh, yes, but y'all have a lot of talent coming back, just like every year. The program there seems to reload, not reset. What uh, yes, does Cedar Hill have to do to win a state championship next year, and how's the team shaping up? I mean, the team uh, shaping up pretty good. I mean, we have, we have to get better and better like, uh, every single day. Like, like, the main goal is to get 1% one, 1 better every day as a team. And once we do that and once everybody buy in, I feel like we can be unstoppable. That's uh, Jalen Peoples, one of the top players in the Lone Star State, regardless of position, and definitely one of the top cornerback, cornerback prospects in the nation. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks for joining us uh, this week on Texas Football Today. And good luck with that big decision coming up on July 1st. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he is, Jalen Peoples, the cornerback from Cedar Hill. Narrowed it down to five. Down on the list of five? Yep, down to five. Okay. Big time. Uh, big time prospect. Uh, appreciate his time talking with our own Greg Powers. Now, let's go over to the pickle jar. 
to talk with Ashley Pickle and uh, round it all out with America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. You always say that very skeptical, even though you call it the same thing every yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know Are you hoping that, like, the light bulb just comes on with a better idea yeah, at some point? Yeah, that's exactly it. This okay. is a nice placeholder. Like, term. I'm going to say it slowly mm-hmm. in hopes of something better coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my final thought, and I don't know if I'm allowed to tease this, but I'm going to tease it anyway. Oh, no. Um... We've got maybe we won't tell them what it is, but I will say we've got another bracket challenge coming up. Uh-huh. Um, I believe that it will be get its getting started on Monday. So when you're off on your holiday, you have time to sit there and cipher through all of our bracket stuff. And I'm gonna tell you, I have seen what it is, and it's really cool. Are this you, one's really cool. Powers, what are you doing for Memorial Day weekend? Chilling. Not a whole lot no, of actually, I, I do know what I'm doing. I have to help my son move oh. from one apartment to another apartment in Norman. Well, that's Ew. it. Got to get rid of your son. But <laughs> that will happen. He's fired. Gotta that will him. hopefully be com- completed by Saturday to give me a Sunday, Monday. Yeah, because we were talking. Okay, yeah, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it on a three-day week because then you, mm-hmm. s- you still get your weekend. We were you're ta- not at a complete loss. We were talking about this off-air about how we send the magazine to press on Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday, 3 o'clock-ish. That's why we don't have a show on Friday. I should yeah. reiterate. And nor, I think this is the first time since I've worked here that I won't be working on Memorial Day weekend. That I actually have Memorial Day weekend. Like, we're finishing it before then because we've moved the deadline a little bit back because we want to get you the magazine quicker and things like that. And so, yeah, I'm, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, the, I'm just like... I remember when normally you... Normally, Memorial Day just means, like... I, I work. It's all crunch time. Yeah. Yeah. I was fixing to say, and obviously I've only done one magazine season, but I will say that when I asked originally in March or whatever, Hey, what's the, what's the send to press date? And you said the 28th, I was like, Oh my God, that's before perfect. It's the weekend of which that Friday is always such a good day anyway. Just of, you know what? There we go. We're done. Like that's awesome. But you won't be here for scotch and pie. I won't be. And I'm very disappointed in that. You can, Blame my brother for graduating. That prankster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of pie goes with scotch? I'm just curious. Is this <laughs> pie? Pe- buddy, is this pecan pie? <laughs> buddy, we can talk if you want to help me pick out the pies. I mean, that's yeah. my brain goes straight well, to pecan. You gotta. You need to look. Yeah. You know what goes. You, you know what goes good. You need to look with, on the scotch and see dude, what do you it know what goes well. Do you know what goes good with really good scotch? Everything. <laughs> Everything. At this point, like anything. this is the this is the most expensive bottle I buy every year, and just for the staff and like I don't know everything goes. We had uh, ice cream one year. Uh, we had scotch and ice cream. That's how it all. And that year. actually sounds good that was too. A, that was a uh, a a uh, Max Thompson Pucci uh, got ice cream from like Cincinnati somewhere. There's some sort of famous Ohio ice cream I want to say that he got. I'll take good. a uh, I'll take a, a bottle. Tell me about it. I'll take a bottle down with me and enjoy a glass after graduation. No, you won't. It's gonna do. A I, <laughs> Go ahead. I can't remember the Ohio ice cream. Handles. Handles. That's it. Yeah, he he ordered handles. Is really good. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Enough nonsense today. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebookcom Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagramcom Campbells. and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Cedar Hills, Jalen Peoples for being our guest. Thanks, Powers. You want to do it again next week? I'll see y'all then. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for our 1,000. What is, I don't know. We'll see you for a show tomorrow. Something. Bye.